Good evening and welcome to the brandly new revised podcast, Our Poor Friends. <laughs> Tonight you have co-hosts Jamie and Nicole. Nicole! Hello, friend. Nicole has now become a permanent fixture on Our Poor Friends. You guys may have noticed that our logo has changed, our name has changed, but where you listen to your podcast should not have changed. So um, just differences with the two of us now. We might still have people that come visit us. We might not. We'll see how we feel. We'll see how we feel. (laughs) That's exactly right. Okay. Uh, okay, so what I figured we would do, I know that everyone loves would you rather questions, but first let's talk about our theme for the night. So Nicole had this great idea because we have lost a couple of big names in movies and TV. One of the biggest names we've lost in 2022 is Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. So tonight we are going to be discussing um, one of his amazing films, Goodfellas. And discussing uh, Goodfellas and Sopranos as kind of a combo, right? Like a combo episode. Yes. And I I did not go back and watch uh, Sopranos. Oh, God. Well. Right. Who has time for that? No one has time for all the seasons. (laughs) Exactly. Although I loved, loved Sopranos. Yeah. So most of like the notes that I took were specifically about Goodfellas, but I've got a couple of things about the Sopranos and I thought we could talk about it as we're going through it. Okay. With that in mind, our would you rather questions are kind of geared towards Goodfellas and Sopranos. (laughs) Okay. So the first, the first question. Yeah. And this one means a lot. (laughs) Would you rather help a friend bury a dead body or turn them over to the police. Oh God, no! I'd bury. I'd help you bury a dead body. Are you kidding? I'm not ratting you out. Never. I'm always available to help those I love get rid of the body. If it were to ever happen, yeah, you know, yeah. Now, what I hope we wouldn't do, you know, there are those people that like accidentally hit someone with their car, and then they're like, "Oh no, I'm gonna oh, get." No, no, no. Like right. we're murdering people that deserve to die. <laughs> Like there's a vendetta. There's a reason right. you're dying. Right. hundred yeah, percent. I don't want one yeah. of these weird, like, you know, uh, what's, what's that show with, uh, Chris, uh, shit, Linda Cardellini and Christina, oh, Applegate. Christina Applegate dead to me, dead to me. Where yeah. like really when they killed yeah. the guy, I mean, he, he was kind of fucked up and yeah. whatever, like just go to the police. Right. Like in yeah. that case, but if you killed a, a person because yeah. they were terrible, yeah, I'm there for you too. Yeah. Noted. Okay. <laughs> and if I turned you over to the police, you would know that it's not because we're friends. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Hello. If I turn you over, we're yeah. not friends. If I call the tips hotline for the reward money mm-hmm. to turn your ass in. That's exactly right. <laughs> Mama needs new Louie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number two. Would you rather join a street gang or the mafia? And I know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> But just, I, the only thing is, so I am positive you would say mafia. Yes, 100%. And let me tell you, watching The Sopranos, mm-hmm. it's so hard not to like. Idolize it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Look at Carmela, right? right? Like, it's so hard not to mm-hmm. kind of idolize that life. But on the other hand, you know that. The cops are always out to get you. Your husband's always cheating on you. Your husband's always cheating on mm-hmm. you. People, the other moth, other, you know, crime Why? families, yeah. other mm-hmm. criminals, wise guys are always yeah. out to get you. It, I know street gangs, and let's be honest, like 
I'm not going to become a crip or anything. Right. But I'm just saying like. You could become like a jet. There, or a oh, shark. Oh, or sharks in the jets. <laughs> I, you know I would. That is. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Say that again. You could become. You could a, become a shark or a jet. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. That was ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> we got a new podcaster thing. And yes. so it's very exciting. Lots of fun noises. It is. It's all sorts of fun noises. Okay. So what I, so my point is, right, is like, if you're with a street gang, the rules are different. Oh yeah. So it's not like, obviously if you're committing crimes, Mm -hmm. people are looking for you, but it feels like if you're in the mafia, you're committing crimes. If you're in a gang, maybe you're you're not. In a gang, again, me with all my fucking knowledge. I know. All of our knowledge. like to be, you know, part of the bloods. When I was in the Crips. Right. This is what they did. I feel like in a (laughs) street gang you're protecting territory and sure you're probably pushing drugs and you're doing that kind of shit but the mafia is on a whole other goddamn level that's my whole, point whole other level that's my point yeah so there's, i mean you know there's the five families exactly like it's a it's a bad industry yes it's not that's what i'm saying it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle <laughs> okay so speaking of the Sopranos, mm-hmm. would you rather be forced to watch one TV show over and over again or watch every new show for the rest of your life? Like every show you watch for the rest of your life, you can't go back and watch any reruns. Like they, they have to oh. be new. Mm, no, I'd probably watch the same show over and over and over again. I think I would too. Mm-hmm. Like just a single show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly what I would yeah. do. Because what if the new show is terrible? I know, but what if the new shows and but, are good and you'll miss out? Well, or if the new show is great and you can't go back and watch it again. Well, that's true. Then yeah. you might be heartbroken. Right. All right, this is the last one. Okay. And this one, I think, is going to be the only challenge for you. Oh, gosh. And maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. But I only picked this because I kind of felt like this might have affected a lot of the Goodfellas guys. I'm just oh, saying. Interesting. Okay. Would you rather have a permanently have permanently bad breath or have everyone around you have bad breath? Oh. <laughs> do I want to suffer from halitosis or do I want to have to suffer halitosis? Or, from or my do friends? I want do I want to suffer from embarrassment? Because all that goddamn garlic. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's coming at their pores. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh. And they like drink coffee. And, yeah. Right. It's such a dilemma. Because neither are great options. That's that's why it's a would you rather question. I think I'd rather suffer from it. I would too. Because I can chew gum and shit. And see, it's not my problem if I reek. True. And (laughs) I do feel like I can probably like maneuver it. Yes. Like if I know, I could probably like. Yes. Right? Yes. That's what I'm thinking. some distance between you. You don't have to be a mouth breather. Yes. That's exactly right. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So down to business. Yeah. I was telling you earlier. I really enjoyed going back and watching this movie. So good. It is good. And I, I was telling Mark, you know, I saw it when I was a kid. I mean, it came out in 1990 Mm -hmm. and so I wasn't like a kid kid. Right. But I was still young enough that, you know, I was, I was younger. I remember seeing it and I've probably seen it a handful of times since then, Mm -hmm. but not recently enough that I was like, oh, this is, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was really struck by so many like little nuances. Mm-hmm. The music, yeah. the music was so yeah. good, yeah. and I really enjoyed like how they tied the music to each one of the decades. I was like, "That's really mm-hmm. awesome, good yeah. job." 
Um, so yeah, I just thought it was crazy. Of course, the actors were incredible. Yes. Martin Scorsese is a goddamn genius, yes. you know, so yeah. all over, I really enjoyed Goodfellas. I thought it was amazing. Yes. And you say you watch it. Every time it's on TV. Really? Oh, yeah. It's my second favorite mob movie. Is it? Mm-hmm. Casino's my favorite. Casino's your favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Joe Pesci's such a fuck. Yes. In every, and he's such an excellent actor, but in every oh, yeah. mob movie, he's such a fuck. Like, you're just glad to see him get it in the end. Oh, and, well, especially in this one, though. Yeah. Right? Oh, like, and in Casino? Oh, yeah. You, you've yes. seen Casino, oh, yes. right? Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and I almost said we should do Casino with this, but I think there's enough content around oh, yeah. Goodfellas that yeah. I was like, like this will mm-hmm. be enough. We'll have to do good. Yeah, we'll have to do casino at some other time because, yeah, casino's amazing. Okay, so we already mentioned that Ray Liotta died. Paul Servino died. They passed away just one day shy of two months apart. Mm-hmm. That was terrible. Um, the actual Jimmy the Gent Conway died of cancer in 1996. Really, eight years before he would have been eligible for parole. Oh, interesting. Yep. And Henry Hill died in 2012 at the age of 69 after losing uh, a long history of heart disease. Disease. Wow. Yeah. Um, and you said other, what was it? Polly Walnuts died? The character that plays, Paul, or the guy that plays Polly Walnuts in The Sopranos had a minor part in Goodfellas. Goodfellas. And he also died last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Tony Sirico. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... So, a lot of people were offered this role. Oh, well, several of the roles, actually. Al Pacino was offered the role of Jimmy Conway. He mm. turned it down for fear of typecasting, and he ended up playing an even more stereotyped gangster in Dick Tracy. Interesting. He regrets not doing Goodfellas. Does he? That does not surprise me. Yeah. Like, you know, Al Pacino mm-hmm. and Robert De Niro, you think, are like two peas in a pod. Right. Where one did a role the other one could have easily done a role they've done plenty of stuff together i honestly i really like uh robert de niro for this because i think he's a little more charismatic right yeah he's got like when i think of al pacino i think of him as a little more frantic and like he would have gotten you know he would have brought a more of a like oh kind of you know in your face yeah response to the role yeah whereas i think that especially like when you think about um, the way Robert De Niro portrayed the character, it was very charming. It was very like, um, give you a, you know, wink, wink, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like the kind of thing where um, I felt like, I don't know, he brought like a youth, you know. Right. So I, I really like that. Um, Alec Baldwin auditioned for the role of Henry Hill. No. Yeah. All, Alec Baldwin auditioned for the role of Henry Hill. Again, I don't. Mm-hmm. See, although, here's the thing. Here's how I feel. Ray Liotta did a good job. Mm-hmm. Henry Hill was not, from what I understand, a very powerful kind of guy. Right. Right. He wasn't yeah. like super, like Joe Pesci is super strong. No. In your face, like super, right? And yeah. even Robert De Niro is kind of that way. Um, Ray Liotta did, is not that way. And mm-hmm. he played that perfectly. Yeah. He was like more reserved, a little bit easier going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, because he's, because he can't. Be mobbed up. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly right. But yeah. even though, like, right, uh, Robert De Niro's character couldn't either. Mm-hmm. But he still was, I don't know, just a stronger 
force. Right. Whereas Ray Liotta was just a little bit softer. And that's the one thing that I think Alec Baldwin probably would have brought as well was, is kind of that like softer approach to it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think he would have done though, is made it so serious where Ray Liotta, like he seems like a nice guy. Like, right. you know, he's the right. whole time, like he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. So I, that's where I think like, I really liked Ray Liotta in the, in that, um, Tom Cruise, Nick Cage, Sean Payne, Alec Baldwin, and John Travolta were all considered mm. for the role of Henry Hill. Wow. I know. And no, none of those would have been good in it. So, I, again, like Nick Cage, I wouldn't have mind, I don't think. He has kind of that, like, softer but still masculine. I, I, I would have. And he seems like a nice guy, although it might have ended up weird. I know. I don't know that I could see him right. trying to pull off. Exactly. Mob. But... Like John Travolta, I think of him as more like if he were to be the Joe Pesci character, you know, someone like really strong Mm -hmm. and in your face and Mm -hmm. like kind of crazy, right? Yeah. I don't know. That's how I would have seen that. But definitely like Tom Cruise, no. Oh, God, no. And Mm -hmm. Sean Penn, I feel like is too. He's too aggressive too. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I, 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 for me, like I was really glad about Ray Liotta. Again, I could maybe see Alec Baldwin. I could maybe see Nick Cage, but that's as much as I can yeah. get. And in all fairness, like Nick Cage just comes from an Italian family. Cause isn't he like related to, I don't know. Is he someone we need the producer producer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like Nick Cage is Nick Cage. Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. Yeah. The so, Godfather. The Godfather. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like maybe he has a, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's just a thought. So it, I could see that. Um, is there anyone else that you can think of that you would have liked to see in that role? No. No. Um, especially like I, yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah. All right. So one of the most iconic scenes is the how am I funny scene. With oh, Joe Pesci. God. Yes. Okay. Watching that back. Like I remember when I was a kid thinking, okay, this is weird. Mm hmm. Watching it a couple days ago, I was like, oh my God, I'm cringing. Yeah. Like, dying. Mm -hmm. I'm cringing so bad. Yeah. And, you know, you think I've been in those situations before where it's like you've said something wrong. And instead of just letting it go, someone totally calls you out. Yeah. And then keeps calling you out. And then keeps calling you out. And makes it worse. Yes. And it just gets more and more awkward Mm -hmm. for everyone. A hundred percent. Although you're not necessarily worried that they might kill Kill you you. (laughs) in front of everyone not generally (laughs) so the how am i funny scene is based on something that actually happened to joe pesci while working in a restaurant young pesci apparently told a mobster that he was funny a compliment that was met with a less than enthusiastic response pesci replayed the anecdote to martin scorsese who decided to include it in the film he didn't include it in the he didn't include the scene in the shooting script so that Pesci and Ray Liotta's interactions would elicit genuine surprise reactions from the supporting oh, cast. Interesting. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Especially because like, you know, it was, I was glad as soon as Ray Liotta like broke and started laughing, I was like, yeah. Oh God, thank God. Yeah. Right. Because it's, it's just, so tense. it is. And it goes and on for so long. Yes. But that's yeah. such an iconic scene. In fact, um, they say that, it's like some, oh, the movie's line, How Am I Funny, was voted as number 87 of the 100 greatest movie lines by Premiere Magazine in 2007. Oh, interesting. So clearly, yeah. like people remember yes. it, right? Yeah. So anyway, 
I, I think that how am I funny scene is just absolutely incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Um, let's see. In the real Goodfellow, which was from 2006, which it's funny because, you know, you hear Henry Hill talk about himself. Like he mm-hmm. really became, it's, it, or at least it seems like, I don't remember, but it seemed like around, at that time, Henry Hill really like thought highly of himself yeah. and, and like decided he was famous. Right. Yeah. And so the, I guess there was a show called the real Goodfellow in 2006 and it's, Excuse me. It's funny because I guess they interviewed other mobsters and they're like, I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> I mean, they knew yeah, of him. Yeah. But they're like, he was, he was really a bit player. Yeah. He was in really, the scheme of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Yeah. I have the hiccups. I'm so sorry. It's we'll fine. see what happens. <laughs> anyway, uh, Henry Hill claimed that Robert De Niro would phone him seven or eight times a day to discuss certain things about Jimmy's character, such as how Jimmy would hold a cigarette. He even said that there's a scene where um, Robert De Niro had to like, put his put ketchup on something and he like asked him 20 times how did he do ketchup again how did he do ketchup oh again? interesting i Which, love robert de niro no kidding that like, man does not make a bad movie i 100 percent agree i mean even like the bad movies are good movies yeah. like like i love meet the fockers like i oh, love meet yeah. the parents and even yeah. like the 15 iterations of yeah. meet the parents yeah i thought were hilarious yeah um but to your point um like Part of that is preparing for a role mm-hmm. so unbelievably well. So yeah, I I thought that was pretty cool. Um, while driving to and from the set, Ray Liotta listened to cassettes of interviews with Nicholas Pileggi. Oh, the author. did with Henry Hill, the author of the book. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Liotta noted that Hill casually discussed murders and other crimes while eating potato chips. I'm like, huh? Very casual. That's because clearly he wasn't a he part wasn't of that. Bit, yes, because <laughs> you don't discuss where the bodies are buried. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So there's another. There was another thing that I read that was like part of the reason why the mafia was so resistant to like getting into drugs was because it carried such a high yeah um, sentencing yeah and that they were afraid that it would lead to people ratting on the yeah. and that's exactly and what it, happened. Yeah, it exposes them mm-hmm. to. Well, because if you're facing one or two or three years in prison, yeah. that's not you're the same. You're going to roll over on some yeah. guy. Well, but or, even yeah, then, that's not the same a, as no. 10, 20, 30 no. years. Because you yeah. know, like with drug crimes, three strikes and you're out, yeah. right? Like, like yeah. so that's what they thought. I was like, and oh. they weren't messing around with no. minor drugs either. No, not mm-hmm. at all. Um, the So we talked about the line of, am I funny? The line, as far as I could remember, I've always wanted to be a gangster, was voted mm. as number 20. <gasps> really? In the 100 Greatest Movie Lines by Premier in 20, 2007. I, I'm anxious to see what this list is. I'm going to have to pull this up as the 100 Greatest Movie Lines. I'm going to guess like the, you know, this is the start of a beautiful friendship or something, you know, yeah. like. Cosmo- you had me at hello. You ha- oh, God, I hate that one. <laughs> you know that shit's going to be know. in there. So I was excited that this was as far up uh-huh. as it was because yeah. it's a, it's a, what a great way to start a to movie. To start a movie. Yes, mm-hmm. it's so good. Okay. Let me ask you, how many times do you think fuck is used in this movie? Oh. The F word. It's an hour and a half long? The F word. No, it is like. Is it two hours it long? It is two hours long. It is like two full hours long. Yeah. Oh, God. Well over 100. 321. <gasps> no wonder I love it. Joe, Pe- <laughs> <laughs> Joe Pesci says it, says about half of them. Does he really? Yeah. They say that it is on average 
a F word every 2.04 minutes. Oh my God, that's amazing. The script only called for it to be used 70 times. And that should tell you how much Joe Pesci improvised yes, his lines. That's amazing. In fact, when his mom saw it, Joe Pesci's, uh -huh. she's like, it's a great movie, but did you have to say the F word so much? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did. It enhanced it. It enhanced it. Speaking of moms, which you might have this in your little notes. Do you have it in your notes? That Martin Scorsese's yes, mom was in there? Yes, cute little mom plays Joe Pesci's cute little mom in the movie. And the the painting that she showed, uh -huh. of the, that was actually painted by Nicholas, the, the writer's, Nicholas. Oh, his mom. Really? I think that's right. That's fun. If it's not right. She's such I, a cute little woman. Yeah, you guys just go with it. If yeah, that's not we're going right, to go with just it. Go with it. it. sounds great. I'm pretty sure that's sounds right. Sounds legit. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. It, at the time of the film's release, Goodfellas had the most profanity of any movie in history. And it, really? And it currently is like number 15 or something crazy. Even now. Yeah. The number, so because I was on like a Martin Scorsese site. Yeah. The highest Martin Scorsese site with dirty language is The Wolf of Wall Street. And oh, that's, God, such oh a great God. movie. No shit. Yes. And that's another one that, like, yes. I want to hate it. Yeah. And it makes this, like, this lifestyle look so glorified. Yes. That's so bad. Yes. But anyway, it's, like, number three right now. Interesting. Okay. Um. Oh, this is the thing about Henry Hill. It says the the film told from Henry Hill's perspective portrays him as a major player in the world of organized crime, but real life gangsters of that era have said that Hill was a minor figure and more of a hanger on like most of the other guys who took part in the Lufthansa heist. Mm. Uh, okay. You'll like this. <laughs> Every one of Robert De Niro's outfits had a watch and a pinky ring that went with it. <gasps> Shut your mouth. I did not know that and now I need to go back and watch it, but Next time you watch it, yes, you check that out. That they're different with every outfit. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of watches and pinky rings. That is a lot. Yeah. Um. Okay, the Hill's 10-year prison term was for extortion and the beating of a man to collect a large gambling debt. The shakedown in the film was for this specific incident. He was, he was released after serving four years. And, you know, so I guess in real life, Henry Hill became like the farmhand of the prison. Oh, so his wife would come up and she and he would converse through the fence while he was working on the farm. Interesting. He, as much so much so that she came up and had a picnic with him and brought like, what? yes. And I guess they just shared things through the, through gate, the fence, through the fence. She brought him meats and wine and oh yes, ma'am. Now it didn't say anything about the, her bringing him drugs. I don't yeah. know if that's true yeah. or not, but she at least brought like that's all, insane. Mm -hmm. I know. I thought that was crazy. Wow. Uh, Lorraine Bracco found the shoot Aww. emotionally difficult because it was such a male dominated cast. I can't believe that that was not hard. Yeah, that well, had because to be it's so male dominated and so aggressively male dominated. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. And I mean, it portrays. Not only does it portray There's so much her misogyny. pretty bad, yeah. right? Yeah, like it portrays her pretty bad for putting up with all the shit that she puts up with. Yes. but in addition to that, like anyway, yes. Yeah, I mean it is just as misogynistic as it could get, right? Yeah. So I could see that. When was the Lufthansa heist finally solved? What year? It happened in seventy eight, I think. Yeah, 
Uh, so it had to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume it had to be solved before the movie came out in ninety. Nope. <gasps> no, no. Shut up. Did the movie help them solve it? What the f? I, I don't, don't know. Oh my I god. Don't know. Shut up. The Lufthansa heist remained an unsolved mystery until 2014. What? Most of the members of the crew at crew that were still alive were elderly or arrested. So I, I was shocked to read this because to your point, they, the book comes out, the movie comes out. Yes. But at the time, like it was just speculation. Speculation. Yeah. They didn't have any actual like proof of it. Yeah. They didn't. So, yeah. Right. So, cause I was going to go, so, you know, this like 2 a.m. rabbit holes. Right. Yes. Um, and so I'm like, I'm not going to. Anyway, um, but like at the end of the day, when I read about it, I was like, dang, they actually did not make those arrests. So, yes, it was December 11th, 1978, an estimated of $5.875 million. Um, of course, to your, I know that you know this. It happened at JFK back when it was called Idlewild. Idlewild. Um, and like there was a, the, the rumor was exactly, you know, as it was, but theoretically, and, and, like the heist associates, you know how like it was depicted that Jimmy Burke killed oh, all yeah. the yeah. like they all really did get killed. Wow. Like, it it was surprising how much yeah. they actually get killed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, theoretically, like I was gonna read through this and be like, go down this rabbit hole, but I, I just really didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. Vincent Asaro, a high-ranking member of the Bonnaroo, Banana, but Banana, Banano, Banano, yes, crime family was finally arrested on January 23rd, 20, 2014, in conjunction with an indictment charging him with involvement in the Lufthansa heist. His cousin, Giuseppe Valenti, was testifying against him. <gasps> oh, see? Yep. On November 12, 2015, Asaro was acquitted of all charges connected by a jury in federal district court in Brooklyn. The stolen cash and jewelry were never recovered. Wow. Right? That is fucking crazy. And the cousin lived? Let's see who the cousin was. Let's see. Wow. You roll Uh, over uh, on your uh, cousin uh, and you get to breathe another day? What the hell? No shit. Uh, I'll have to figure it out. I don't really, yeah, I don't have time to eat, to read yes. this whole Wikipedia oh God, no. yes. <laughs> article, but we'll find out and let you know. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. Stax played by Samuel Jackson yes. in his second role. He was so young. Um, like, yeah. and he walked around in his panties. In I this know, what sure the did. hell? I did not remember whities. that. I did not remember that. <laughs> All right. Stax had failed to get rid of the van that had been used in the heist. Edward Stax was supposed to have driven the vehicle to New Jersey, where it, along with any potential evidence, was to be destroyed in a junkyard belonging to John Gotti. Instead, oh, yeah. Edwards parked the van in front of a fire hydrant at his girl's, girlfriend's apartment, where police discovered it two days after the heist. Paul Vario subsequently ordered Simone to kill Edwards. I, see, I don't know these names. I just sound like an idiot. <laughs> to any of you guys that like are just totally laughing at me for being a dipshit that doesn't know how to pronounce any of these, thank you. I, I, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, you're, you're welcome. I recognize my inability to, to say any of these names. Okay. 
And it's not like, by the way, there's a website that's like, here's how you say this name. Right. No. So I'm just If you're not well-versed in the Italian old school names. I know. (laughs) And I've even like watched, you know, because there's some, a couple of like mafia shows Mm -hmm. about like the mafia in the 80s and 90s Mm -hmm. that are on Netflix and stuff. Yeah. And I watched those and I still don't don't know how to say their names. (laughs) very embarrassing um the mpaa ordered 10 frames of blood removed from the film before granting it an r rating really i have to say watching it back there is no sex there's no no sex and even the violence is relatively tame yeah like it is nowhere near what i would call a highly violent movie yeah granted like the opening scene he's beating the shit out of the guy right but, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I don't watch it and think, oh, my God, that's so violent. Well, because even, like, when they when they shoot the guy in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. The only one that is fairly violent is when they kill Joe Pesci and you see his blood, mm-hmm. like, come out on the tile. Like, eh, yeah, there's some yeah. stuff there. Yeah. There's some brain matter there, <laughs> I'm sure. But, anyway. Uh, produce, so, this was, I read this multiple times, that Erwin Winkler disagreed when Martin Scorsese cast Ray Liotta as Henry Hill. Like, oh. he just didn't like him as Henry Hill. He didn't really? see him. Nope. Um, he did not like him. So, I guess Leota saw him in a restaurant and went up to him and spent, like, 20 minutes charming the guy <gasps> to finally convince him. And he says he called Martin Scorsese the next day and was like, okay, he's in. Oh, wow. hmm I thought that was crazy. Uh, oh, Robert De Niro was offered either the role of Jimmy Conway or Tommy DeVito, which did you know Tommy DeVito is named after the drummer from Four Seasons? Like that character was named for. Oh, ooh, yeah. So Joe Pesci, you know, knew the four, the Frankie Valli and the Four okay, Seasons. Okay, yeah. Which I love Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. And, you know, they did the whole um, musical about him. Yeah. Whatever. Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys. Uh, Tommy DeVito, I guess, was the drummer in. Okay. Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, who Joe Pesci was friends with. And so that was the character's name that they, yeah, I thought that was cool. Anyway, <laughs> so Robert De Niro was offered either the role of Jimmy Conway or Tommy DeVito. He chose Jimmy Conway. Yeah. Which I don't blame him. I think that was a much better suited role yes. for, yeah, yeah, I really do. Uh, I've told you about the lines, but did you know that just the movie was ranked number two on the American Film Institute's list of the 10 greatest films in the genre gangster? Really? I'm number gonna, two? I'm going to guess. Godfather's number one. Or Godfather part two. Mm-hmm. All right, let's look it up. American Film Institute. And best. truly, I love the first Godfather movie, but I could take it or leave it. It is not. Maybe it's Casino. That'd be amazing if it was Casino. <laughs> you never know. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, they kind of put it in a weird order here. Of course they did. No, right? Uh, oh. Oh. What? Oh. What? <laughs> oh. Godfather Part 2 is number three. Number three. Okay. Goodfellas is number two. Yeah. And The Godfather it's is number, number one. one. Yeah. Number four is White Heat. Five is Bonnie and Clyde. Six. Five is, is Bonnie and Clyde? Six is Scarface. Oh, yeah. Seven is Pulp Fiction. Eight is The Public Enemy. Nine is Little Caesar. I mean. Casino didn't even make it. No. In the top ten. What a bunch of crap. What a rip. And 
the Scarface that's like number five or whatever yeah. is the 1932 version. Not the one with Pacino. Pacino's is like number nine. Interesting. Yeah. Number 10. It's number 10. Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised with that. Okay. Uh, let's see. I already told you about how am I funny. Oh, um, Henry's last day as a wise guy was the hardest part of the film for Martin Scorsese to shoot. He wanted to properly show Henry's anxiety, paranoia, and racing thoughts that, co- that were caused by cocaine and amphetamine intoxication. Apparently, according to this, Ray Liotta had never been under the influence of those drugs and found it difficult to accurately portray. I actually like that last day as a wise guy. I loved because of the frantic nature of it. Yes. And like, what mom hasn't been there? Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, I got this to do. I got that mm-hmm. to do. I got to make dinner. I got to do this. I got to do that. Like I, what mom has not yes. been there? So I appreciate that. But then for him to be paranoid with the helicopter yes. and he got his wife involved and he got yeah. the babysitter involved. involved. I'm like, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah. So I really like that as a scene, but um, I, I don't know that I believe Ray, Ray Liotta had never been under the influence of drugs. I mean, he seemed to nail it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, oh, here's Joe Pesci and Tommy DeVito are both featured as characters in the mu- musical and film Jersey Boys. At one point in the film, Joey remarks, funny how, just like Tommy <gasps> in the film. Which I oh. didn't remember that. I, I've I seen, haven't seen it. I've seen Jersey Boys on stage. I saw mm-hmm. it. You know, I saw the, the movie as well, but it's been a while. So, yeah. Okay. Um. Martin Scorsese is a big fan of the Copacabana. Is he? He went there on his prom night. <gasps> Shut up. I know, right? I wow. don't know why I found that funny, but yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, I would have to say my number one, number one favorite scene from the whole movie was that long shot scene of them coming in the back door. Going through the kitchen. Going through the kitchen. He yeah. leads her in. Yes. They, he sees the front. He's tipping people. Yep. They bring a the, a table they out for pull him. Pull the table out of their ass. Exactly. Yeah. And then immediately, like, here's yes. a, a lamp. Because, like, for those of us that are not part of the, the family... People like you. Right. Me, on the other hand. Yeah, I mean, true. Yes. <laughs> oh, For no, us wait. outsiders. Wait, I'm in the street gang. I'm in a street <laughs> yes, gang. You're Never a mind. blood. That's right. I'm a crip. You're the oh, blood. Sorry. See, I don't even know what the hell I I don't am. either. That, I think, is what is so fascinating to me, to be a part of that, because there's so, you know... Things just happen for you because of who you are, the money you have, the power that you have, and the pull you have to make people disappear. So to your point, you think it might just be money. Mm-hmm. It's not it's, just money. It's power and it's it, fear. At least it doesn't feel yeah. like that because to your point, like, you know, when I, if, if that had been like some sort of big shot celebrity, right? Like mm-hmm. they still would have taken care of him, done yeah. everything. they Right. But like. They knew him. And I think that's the, like, that's what feels like the difference is that it's kind of like being a celebrity in your hometown versus just being. Because you're taking care of your people. Your people. And they Mm -hmm. all know you and we're all part of a family here. And right. Exactly. But to your point, like by far what is very seductive about that whole lifestyle is that respect. And, you know, everybody recognizes who I like, like I wouldn't want to be in the mafia and be a bitch. I want to be in the mafia and be Tony Soprano. Right. right? That's right. So that's the hard part. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be like, yeah. Like yeah. I want to be Carmela who, when it was time for Meadow to go to college, 
bakes this pie and does this whole thing and takes it into the guy at the school. And when he's like, no, she's still not coming in. She's like, you know who my husband is. <laughs> so Meadow will be going to school here. Like that's, that's what I want to do. That's so, who I want to be. So would you, you would rather be Carmela than Tony? I mean, I think they both have. They do. They have equal but different type power. I don't, um, I mean, I don't know that I would mind because see, once you're the boss, like then you're constantly worried, right? That somebody's coming for you. I think, so I think just being in the mafia. I mean, look at what John Gotti did uh, with the Gambino crime family. I mean, that's how he became the head of the family. So I agree, uh, but I, I I get the impression that that's like, I mean, look at Joe Joe Pesci, Tommy's character, Tommy Mm -hmm. DeVito, right? Mm -hmm. Like you make the wrong move and you get shot in the head. Yeah. So to your point, like. But there have also been mob families that the wives have been murdered too for the sins of the husbands. So, so they're not true. always safe. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But to your point, there's probably some there's probably some protection in being the boss and there's mm-hmm. probably some lack of protection in yeah. being the boss. There's probably some protection in being more the wife of the boss and yeah. having some anonymity and that sort of thing. Um, okay, so last little bit about Goodfellas. Yeah. Joe Pesci won an Oscar. He did win an Oscar for it. I and didn't know that. I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm going to go with it. It sounds like oh, God, see. Sorry. No, no, don't, don't, no, don't no, doubt no, yourself no, just because no. I'm like, he did. I don't know that shit. I don't keep track of who got what for what. True. Like, it sounds legit to me. We're going to go with it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. I think it's totally legit. There's that list of, there's that list of awards. So we're going to go. I mean, it should have won yes. for best film and best it did director. Not. And <laughs> so the year that it came out, um, the it was I think it went up against Dances with Wolves. That oh year, shit! And I think yeah. that won. Uh, but yes, Joe Pesci won for best supporting actor. Mm. Uh, but Lorraine Bracco um, was nominated. Martin Scorsese was nominated. Ernie Winkler was nominated for best picture. Uh, best adapted screenplay they were nominated and best film editing which if you uh so i bought the apple version and they uh-huh. have like a thing about it and the editing was such a big deal you know she talked about like when they played that song while they were showing all the guys that died from the Lufthansa mur- oh mur- yeah you know, thing yeah and how like they would play the song on set while they were getting the um doing the cinematography oh. and then having to add all that music to it like, it's amazing yeah. to go through it, and it was so powerful. Yeah. And like Mark was saying, like, there are certain songs from Goodfellas that as soon as he hears them, that's what he's thinking yes. about, right? Like, yeah. that's, like, what he's thinking about. Um, But, yeah, like, the, the, he they won a lot from a lot of the different, but the gold, the Academy Awards were the ones that, and um, interestingly, they didn't win any Golden Globes. They were nominated for everything, but they did not win any Golden Globes that year. Uh, Roger Ebert and Gene Sis- Siskel both said it was the best movie of 1990. They oh, both said it was, yes. And in fact, I think it was Roger Ebert said that it was his favorite gangster movie of all time. He just mm. loved it. Um, but Joe Pesci, back to his Oscar acceptance speech. It is the sixth shortest in history. <laughs> He, uh, his whole speech was, it's my privilege. Thank you. Pesci later admitted that he didn't say very much because he genuinely felt that he didn't have a chance of winning. Oh my God. So he didn't even really have anything prepared. Nothing. Wow. Like, can you imagine? No. I know. If I ever win an award, I will thank you, Nicole Williams. uh, Ditto. (laughs) And and, I'm sorry, Pesci, you can't pull something out of your ass. I know. Or at least. get up there and be like. 
Thanks, motherfuckers. I'm super glad for this. I like, know. you can't pull anything out At her least, ass. like, thanks, Ray Liotta yeah. and my co yeah. and, you know, yeah. Robert De Niro, my co stars. Right. Yes. Thank you, Martin. Nothing. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Like, wow, that's impressive. <laughs> He, he's one of a kind, baby. Wow. I know. Um, but yeah, so I definitely, like I said, my absolute favorite um, scene was them, the long shot through the um, back door. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, they said that they only shot that like seven times. And the only reason why they did, and like, you know, it had to be a pretty well-constructed scene yeah and the only reason why they did was that there was like one character that kept forgetting his lines he was like the guy that was doing the um was on stage was the guy that oh, kept Jesus. like loving his lines God. but i love that and you know that really when lorraine brocco you know um karen right mm -hmm. that was her name mm -hmm. karen when she was taken into that world mm -hmm. i could definitely see that specific scenario being like yeah okay I can do this. Yeah. Because in all fairness, like, you know, you wonder, cause he kind of kept that, that lifestyle from her for so long. Yeah. And it's the same with Carmilla where it's sort of like, you think, you know, they're ambiguous about what does he, what do? does he do? What is he mm -hmm. doing? Right. Mm -hmm. But they always know. We yeah. always know. Right. Yeah. And so I've always found that kind of, I don't know, the way that they have portrayed wives yeah. to be so interesting in some of these yeah. scenarios. Right. I don't know. I could see what yeah. you mean about wanting to be like, I always like, sh yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> the other, you know, the, if I were ever in a, in the mafia, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the other thing I could see doing is like consigliere. Like I remember James Caan oh. and the Godfather, yeah. like being the right hand man, yep. being the person that the person relies on. Yeah. Like I always and thought. you're the one that everyone comes to first and then that's you right. determine what goes. Uh, right. Like mm -hmm. it, it almost feels like that's the real power yeah. to some degree. Yeah. Like when I watch Game of Thrones, I always think Hand of the Throne is the coolest job. You know, I just that that kind of right hand yeah, person. Yeah, there's a lot of power in that position. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because you are really the gatekeeper yes. of what that person is going yes. to so if the consigliere doesn't listen to you you're never going right. to be it's heard mm -hmm. right and so i always thought that was absolutely crazy 27 actors were shared between the sopranos and goodfellas 27 mm -hmm. 27 really? including the cutest little michael imperioli that you've ever did see oh my god yes and yes. i thought it was hilarious when he what was it? He sh shot someone's foot in The Sopranos and was like, eh, it happened. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is fucking hilarious. That's just mean. So great. Yeah, 27 actors. I was shocked yeah, when I read wild. that. Like, I, I've got a, the list. The I'm not going to go through all of them, yeah. but it, it is pretty crazy. And it's funny because when you watch Goodfellas, it's hard not to just sit there and like, oh, I know him. Oh, uh -huh. I know him. Right? Like, yeah. It's hard, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I, it's just such a such a good, iconic, yes, gangster movie. It is. I loved it. Um, I definitely feel like it's one of those things that you should see before you die. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because I don't think even if you, like, I'm deeply in love with the mafia. Like that whole like I've read all kinds of books on it. The whole thing is very interesting to me. But I don't feel like you have to be a fan of gangster movies, mobster movies to watch this and enjoy it. I agree. And I almost feel like it's a good, like casino is so drugs and like it, gambling. It, well, it's all about Vegas. Gambling. That's right. And yeah. so 
that to me is different mm-hmm. than just casino. And what I love about this is like seeing the casino go from the 1950s to the 1980s. Yes. Like you're seeing three decades of yeah. like that casino lifestyle yeah. and what it looks like. So to your point, I, I really, it's a good I mean, I don't want to say starter movie because that sounds weird. Yeah, but no, I know what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, a good gateway movie yeah. into gateway. Yes, yeah, mafia movie. It's, it's your gateway drug. Well, into and the mobster movie. Yeah, and like even Scarface. I don't consider Scarface a mafia movie at all. No, and I didn't necessarily enjoy Scarface. I liked Scarface for sure. I enjoyed it. Mm. I I just, but to your point, like it's it just it. I don't think of it as a mafia movie. No, and I think I'm a bigger fan of De Niro than I am Pacino. Which is probably oh, why yeah. I didn't enjoy Scarface. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. That and so like and when I think about um obviously the Godfather. The Godfather mm-hmm. is very but you really only see at least the first Godfather. I mean, it's very much like a snapshot in time. Yes. I love that this one is narrated. Like you have yeah. that main character narrating for you as you move along. Yep. And it really gives you an idea of like what he's thinking, what's in his head. Because yeah. I kept expecting him to like snap for some reason. Mm. Like he, like he was always laughing at all the jokes. Like that was the one thing that you saw is Ray Liotta's yeah. character was always laughing at all the jokes. Yeah. And I always kept thinking, Jesus, is he going to snap? Yeah. <laughs> like what's going to happen? Right. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, Oh God, he's going to go on a rampage. And he never did. Yeah. Like, I mean, granted he took some drugs and got a little cray cray, but right. even then he didn't really snap. Yeah. Like I thought he no, might. No, the closest he came was when he, Got physical with Karen. Yeah, but I mean, in that case, he was pissed. Yeah. Which, can we just say, the bitch did not have a choice. I know. I, 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 I'm I, sorry. I know it sucks. But if the feds are raiding my house, right. the $60,000 of cocaine is going, going, up, it's going down the toilet. The toilet. Yeah. I, that's, you're on yeah. your own, buddy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, well, because somebody's got to stay to raise these fucking kids. No shit. It's not going to be you. No shit. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but sixty. I realized that in the 1980s, $60,000 was not nothing. Right. But it's not. We're not talking $6 million. Well, and that's the thing, <laughs> is that you saw them, like, rolling in the dough yes. for the longest time. Mm-hmm. So I, you have to ask yourself, so was it the drugs that caused them to, like, go broke? I mean, I know that happens, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Well, in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I know that happens to people right. in the movies. And so, like, I guess that's what caused him to go broke. But that was my thing is, like, well, really? Well, I think he was using more than he was selling. That's what I got to believe, mm-hmm. right? But I'm like, God, you know, $60,000 is going to make or break you? That's crazy. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. Although, I guess if you had drugs and then had to sell them in order to pay back the drugs, maybe that is. I don't yeah. know. But I thought that was kind of, I don't know. So I will bury a dead body with you. But if you Same. leave your $60,000 of cocaine in my house <laughs> and, and the, the feds, feds come you, knocking, it's, it's going, going down, the down the toilet. Agreed. Fully understand. Everybody <laughs> is aware. <laughs> I'm flushing the drugs. I'm flushing the fucking drugs. They're down the toilet. That is exactly correct. So yeah, noted. Okay. There you go. Uh, I don't know. Any closing thoughts? Any thoughts about it? I don't think so. Yeah, I uh, I definitely think this is a great movie. I can't wait to show AJ. I'm not ready for him to quite. He's 11. Watch it yet. Yeah, I think we're gonna push it just a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Um, it's not like he hasn't heard the f word, but I don't right. know that he's heard it 312 <laughs> times in a two hour period. So yeah, I think we'll just. But I I do feel better knowing that there's no sex. Yeah. I mean, the, you know. So Mm-mm. I'm good with that. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed our very yes, first episode our of first Our episode. Poor Friends. <laughs> I also, we are not sponsored, but not. I have some friends that I need to say hello to. <gasps> so exciting. I know. Well, we have, you know, we have like a fan or two. <laughs> um, so I know that there is Ben, Alec, and Nate. That's from exciting. one of our favorite companies that we've worked with in the past. I worked with them past developer town. So this is just a shout out to say hi to them. That's so exciting. I know. Well, you, yeah. you give fans and you have to say That's hi. Right. That's and right. this is how I find out if they're really listening or they're just like trying to be nice and be like, sure. I listen. I listen to your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but notice how I said hi at the end. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, using, using, so that using that big brain. Using that big brain. That's yes. exactly right. Uh-huh. This is why you could be a mob boss. <laughs> <laughs> or consigliere. Right? Either one. Either one. Because see, you knew to use that, do that shit at the end. That's yeah. right. But if I was a mob boss, you could be my, you could be my mob wife. You could wife. be your second. Oh, I'll no, be you could be my mob wife. Totally wife. be your mob wife. <laughs> Fucking sign me up. You could be my. Done. Carmela. Yes. That's right. Right Done. here. Yes. I know. You're welcome. Yep. I'll, I'll I keep you it. happy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, you then, will. and then Mark will be my side piece. Totally fine. <laughs> Completely fine. Mark can do the things I'm not willing to do. And there's not he, much. He doesn't do those Let's be either. clear. There's not much he's willing to do that I'm not. He doesn't do those, but those things either. But those few small things, we'll, I'll tap him in. <laughs> like taking out the trash and... No, bitch, I'll take the trash out. I take it out of my house now. No, that's what I mean. There's not much Mark can do that oh, I can't do. Man, you yeah. make a good car. See, I can run your fucking bath. <laughs> I don't take baths. You will. I don't take baths. You take baths. You are now running baths. a family. That's true. I need all the you're relaxation. The head of one of the, yes, I, that I can do. Bitch, you got to figure out how you're, you're right. Relax. You're right. Yeah. I can pour your glass of wine. <laughs> I can run your bath. Done. Yes. yes. Make sure your towel's warm because I have a towel warmer. She just winked sure at me. I just want I you sure guys did. all to I'm, know. I am hardcore advocating for this as if it's ever going to be a legit <laughs> position now. Well, now I just have to figure out how to break the law without getting caught. It's fine. And I'm just saying, like, I've played am- among us enough to know that I would totally get caught. I, I cannot I, get away with yeah, anything. I can't either. I'm super. I'm not a good liar. Yeah. So yeah. The, the Carmella life is only going to last a very That's, short time. Well, I mean, you know, I'll live it up. Right. So good luck to you. <laughs> Even if it only lasts a month, it was yeah. it was fun. It was fun. It was fun while it lasted. That's right. All right, you guys. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us again. Very first episode of Our Poor Friends. I have rebranded our podcast. I'm working on rebranding our Facebook page and our Instagram page. I will post a picture because we have a brand new table that features our logo done Shout by... Shout out to the side piece, Mark. The side piece, Mark, <laughs> at Snoring Bear Woodworking, who did this fabulous table for us. Thank you very much, my dear. I appreciate that. And to all of you, I hope you have a fabulous time. And go out and watch a game gangster movie this weekend yeah. right yeah go, go watch make a us mafia. proud that's right make us proud yeah all right <laughs> bye bye